Welcome to Reading the Markets. Hey everyone, it's Mike with your week in review for October 26th. Um, S&P 500 had a good week. Uh, basically, we saw the S&P basically test uh, all-time highs on Friday afternoon, kind of what I had been looking for. Um, if you had been reading the free blog throughout the week, um, 3,027, 3,028 is that level that we're looking for. Um, there is a nice uh, rising triangle bull flag formation forming on the intraday charts, um, which suggests that we probably break out on Monday and push higher. I'm thinking a push above 33, uh, above 3,035 clears away easily to 3,050. Um, that's kind of the region I'm looking for, 3,050 to 3,060 based on the charts. Um, so overall, I think the market's in really good shape here going into the, uh, the final stretch of the year. Um, if you had a chance to read the investing.com article I had written last week, I talked about the month of October um, being kind of the last month before the pivot month in November where we really see stocks kind of break away from this 22-month period of consolidation we've been in. That's the pattern that's been consistent uh, through 2012, 2013, 2015, 2016. So we're setting up right now for November through the end of the year, potentially a nice um, maybe even one-year rally thereafter um, in terms of where we go on the equity market. Uh, if we look at another index that I've been tracking now, ASWI, that broke out to a high uh, above 75, uh, closed at 75.40. That's the highest level of the index. The ETF, rather, has been at now since um, going back to uh, February of 2018. So this is a really big level for the ASWI. It sets up a retest of the all-time highs on the index. Um, uh, or the ETF rather, which mimics the index at 77.5. And, and then if you look at the ACWX, which is the XUS one, that's already broken out. And basically, if it clears 48.5 or so, this thing has plenty of room to rise, probably around 51, 52. So overall, the markets look very bullish here. Um, and then when you look at you know stocks like Intel, which came out um, with earnings over the week, basically saying that they need to increase supply because there's too much demand. Uh, it doesn't really sound like there's much of an economic slowdown issue going on in the world of the chips. Um, and if you look at companies like Teradyne and Lamb Research, those are both the guys, those two companies are the companies that make all the equipment and the stuff for the fabrication of chips that guys like Intel and TSM, Taiwan Semi, you know, use to build the chips. So, you know, those all had good reports too. So again, hard to say that we're having economic difficulties when you have, you know, basically these semiconductor companies with the exception of Texas Instruments coming out and talking about really good demand and posting really good numbers. Now this week we're going to get reports from other uh, semiconductors. A big one to watch for will be uh, NXPI. That's a stock I ha happen to actually own. At one point, Qualcomm wanted to buy them, but the trade, the deal fell apart because of the whole U.S. trade, U.S.-China trade dispute. But NXPI is another, you know, big maker of chips, and uh, if they have good results, they, you know, they have positive things to talk about. Then, really, again, hard to say that we're in some sort of real economic slowdown. And if uh, we were in an economic slowdown, which I think it's hard to dispute, you know, things did slow. Um, I'm not saying they were recessionary, right, because there's a big difference between a slowdown and a recession. Slowdown just means you're growing at a slower pace. Recession means you're, you're actually, the economies are contracting. 
So um, certainly if, if the semis start show, you know, suggesting a turn in the cycle, right, and that things are actually improving, then uh, perhaps the slowdown is passing. And that could mean we have more of an economic expansion coming uh, to set up 2020. I know there are many people talking about this, but uh, it would seem if you look at some of these, you know, semiconductor companies, that's what it's kind of suggesting. Um, and then if you look at, um, you know, the price actions of uh, some some of these, you know, basic material metals like copper, copper broke a, a, a pretty big downtrend that's been in place now since March, and if it can rise above 271 copper likely has some room to rise to around 280 281 and that's likely why you've seen moves in like freeport mcmoran and such over the last you know couple of weeks with these high so anyway those are some things that i'm watching for don't forget there's a fed meeting this week if you have any other questions um as always you can send an email i try to respond to them throughout the week but that's anyway thanks for listening take care bye